music for the podcast. Uh, we don't actually have any theme music, so someone will probably make one up for us. I don't want to name any Rachel. I hope it's Rachel that does that for the podcast. Yay! <laughs> Such professionalism. God. Uh, this is episode 26. 26. Welcome to episode 26 of uh, Michael and Benjamin's podcast. We're in the back tiny in, room. Back in the tiny room. I am your co-host, Michael, of Michael and Benjamin. I'm with here with Benjamin of Michael and Benjamin. Hello. Uh, hello, Ben. Ben. Yes. Um, we have had actually several tweets. Several tweets? Yes. We must be getting big, are we? No, we're getting medium. Are we heading towards our inevitable rock and roll split where we get back together 10 years from now and have a, a big reunion, reunion tour? Amazing. No. It's oh. uh, a shame. We are instead being asked a single question by a single person. Okay. Uh, on Twitter. Yes. His name is Jack the Squirrel Master. Jack the Squirrel Master? No, it's not. It's totally real, Mike. Ah, excellent. <laughs> totally I have so many questions about the Squirrel Master. <laughs> no, look, it's a long story. Totally real, Mike wonders what we thought about Thor, eh, you hosers? Classic Canadian suave charm. Yep. Just lilting over the airwaves. Well, Mike, the good news is, if you want to know what Michael and I thought of uh, Totally Real Thor, uh, you can check out our channel, where we have a, a little a little bonus bonus review. A bonus review? Um, where the two of us basically just fight to control our undeniable love of, of um, Thor. Yeah, because it's, really, it's very good. Because it's very good. It was very good. Yeah. Um, lots of people disagree. Who? They're bad eggs. Which bad eggs disagree? The, the internet oh. people. The oh, fuck the internet people. God! That's that's one. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> Sorry, I... Go on. I am going to try and stop cursing, Michael, because I know it upsets you. Well, it doesn't on, upset on the, me. But it does, it, does him, it does somewhat hamper our ratings. <laughs> and I, I'd like to try to be a better podcast co-host. Let's say... Because you were the Victorian gentleman equivalent compared to my ragamuffin street Look, urchin equivalent. I, I, let's do what films do, right? Okay. Films are permitted one fuck. But I used it so soon. Yes, but we'll have three. Oh, cool. Three That's two per gone. podcast. We're down two now. We're down two, so I get one more. One more. <laughs> Excellent. I'll take it. And, yeah, now I can't say the... Pro- Never mind. <laughs> I was going to make up a new name for the podcast. But now we can't say it because we took that up. away. Yeah. So, yeah, Thor it was good. Yeah, it was very really successful. Um, looks like it's going to make its production budget back this week, and then it'll start. And then it's pure profit. In that money, pure profit. Babe. Money, 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 money. Taika Waititi must be very, very happy. I've enjoyed some of his comments. Mm. Have you Have you seen some of his press stuff? Yes. He's... Okay. I'm going to have have to to step outside. This is outside the rule because I'm directly quoting. Yeah, I can say what I fucking want. Yeah, it's my release weekend. Yeah, he's great. He's He's great. He's a very funny man. I can say what I fucking want. It's my release weekend. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Yeah, at a Directors Guild of America awards dinner or something in front of quite a quite a large assembled amount of of people who are in the know. Mm. But given the current state of Hollywood. The dignity has already left the room. So. Yeah, poor old Hollywood. Do you think Taika Waititi is going to be implicated in some sort of bad egg type of situation? Not anywhere near the length or scale of what seems to be happening. <sighs> I mean, he's going to get a. He's going to get a. Yeah, Taika Waititi sent me a dirty Tinder message once. 
because he's from New Zealand. And to be fair, he probably sent quite a witty, dirty Tinder yeah, message. Probably quite amusing. That may have gone over the heads of the young lady that received it. I don't know. All of her heads. I think he's married, isn't he? He's not. I don't know. It's not. It's not the Taika Waititi's life podcast. <laughs> well, it should be. <laughs> ben. Anyway, Justice League. Have you been keeping up to date? I don't want to. Okay, why not? I just... Michael, it just seems that they're just stuffing everything together and there's, there's no pacing and... Well, you haven't seen the film yet. I know, but I don't think I need to see the film, Michael. I think I can judge this based on a track record that has quite frankly left me bereft of any kind of hope. I saw a good tweet yes. today and it was a picture of um, Iron Man, then Civil War... Ooh. Then Guardians of the Galaxy, and it said, "Imagine if the Marvel Cinematic Universe had been launched in this order." And you have what DC have tried to do. Oh, makes sense. Um, It's pretty good. There, there's, there's. I don't know if you've been watching the clips they've been releasing, but they have shown the the almost the whole clip of when Wonder Woman is breaking down the bank robbery at the beginning. Oh, is that where she's watching it with Alfred? No. No. Um, well, possibly. It's hard to tell when things are done weirdly. But anyway, the mystery man who's leading that attack on the bank or building society or whatever it is, mm. is um, Rats from the Flats. He's an Irishman in space. No way. It's him from out of Game of Thrones. Lord Bolton. Oh, no Lord way! Bruce Bolton. So that means there's now two Irishmen in That's space. That's two Irishmen playing villains. Yeah. And oh. they've also released a lot of footage of Steppenwolf. They're doing exactly what Thor Ragnarok did. Go on. Because Thor Ragnarok has pioneered that kind of new Marvel wave. They've just been releasing chunks of comedic scenes between characters and it's been working out quite well for them. Yeah, but he's another big grey armoured man. Oh yeah, he's he's Ares too. Yeah. He, he looks very similar to Ares. He's a big, big scary grey man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Doomsday, Ares... Big scary grey men in space. Yeah. Or and on the earth. Or and Pantheon. Mm. Space and Pantheon. Spantheon. Good. Mm. Good banter. Mm. We'll probably do a review of Justice I, I League. Just can, look, can you we're get going a different to... co host that week. Oh, Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the was, internet was too quick. The internet had been that, crying that was, out for that. That was too quick. That was too well, I'm hurt now. What about Benjamin? What about Stranger Things Two? Did you see and or enjoy it? I have not seen it, but I have been playing the free downloadable game on my phone. The what? There's a free downloadable 8-bit game in the style of an 80s arcade game called oh, yeah? Stranger Things. It's completely free. There is no hidden traps for pay. This it's sounds like an ad. Are we doing an really ad? Cool, no, it's just a really cool little... Have we been sponsored by Netflix? If you're, holding, if you're holding out the sweet I Netflix wish. money. I wish we were sponsored by Netflix, but it's a little 8-bit Stranger oh, look Things at that. game in the Pokemon style of things. Oh, you go and catch you monsters? Characters and it has a little 8-bit soundtrack. It's not really big. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's quite cool. Yeah. Um, but no, I've not seen the series. Well, look, I won't spoil it. It starts slow, but it's very good. I hear episode seven's a wee bit controversial. Well, it is. It's 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 an episode. It's okay. It's away from the main plot. It's a side episode. Oh, it's a side episode. Oh, I don't know how I feel about those. If you wanted, it could be a backdoor pilot for another show. Oh, boo. But... It is to Stranger Things what Aliens was to Alien. Oh. 
Okay. There's more monsters. There's a bigger threat. It's more serious. Okay. It's uh, it's not just one spooky monster. It's more. The demigorgon a, is no longer the the main. But well, there's lots of demigorgons. Oh crap! Yeah, it's not what you want, is it? That's not what you want at all. Because loads of them. Nearly killed her the first time yeah. she took one on. Um, Paul Reiser is in it. He's also in Aliens. Oh yeah, he's the, the TV show spectacled individual. Yes, it's good. I'll go check it out. Sean Astin is in it. I liked the first one. I just didn't understand why people raved about the first one. It was good, but it wasn't spectacular. Oh, but I think, it, oddly enough, for Stranger Things season one, I think it just introduced a lot of people to good sci-fi. Maybe. And they were like, whoa, this is mind-blowing. It's like, well, we've seen this before. Actually, one of the characters in Stranger Things season two is told the events of season one mm. to catch her up with what's going on. Fair. And she says... Uh, it's pretty good, but I mean, it's it's a bit derivative in places. No, okay, <laughs> so she's, she's literally a character written by Ben. Yeah, they 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 recognise that. They, I thought it was great that Sean, Sean Astin is in it. He's well, he's a he's a little gem and stuff. He's he's he's, he's Samuel Gamgee, isn't he? He is, but he's, and he's he's usually a little. He's good little. Yeah, good little well, fella he's, to he's chuck like in there. In his fifties now, I'd say. Is he? Wouldn't he be? Ah, oh, Jesus. Um, the great thing is though, you have Sean Astin from the Goonies. Oh and no you have, way! You have Paul Reiser from Aliens. Does Brolin make an appearance? No, but Steve, the character Steve, yes. who you might remember, he is a, he's evolving into Josh Brolin's character from, from from the Goonies, basically. Fair enough. So I just thought it was great that they had these two characters, these two actors from the two Iconic, most obvious yeah. influences, because the two most obvious influences on season two were. Goonies and Aliens Absolutely It was like the Goonies meets Aliens It's exactly that And there's the Goonies And there's the Alien The man from the Aliens mm-hmm. So, so wow. it's good So yeah. it was nice they got, they got all the nods In all the right places now, All the right nods In all the right places It's peculiar yeah. It's a peculiar song oh, You just strange. done there um, Speaking of TV Ben mm. It's time for our Least popular segment Oh fuck That's the last one gone <laughs> It's so worth it Thanks for giving me a clean edit there. <laughs> Just inserted the oh, yeah, yeah. I inserted the soundtrack. Um, look, I don't really want to talk about Inhumans anymore. <laughs> yes! It's really dreadful. Yes, it's... I am going to lift the ceremonial tiny room spanner above my head <laughs> in the international tiny room sign of supremacy. Mm. I win. It's dreadful. It, it's really bad. Um, I told you. It, it's just... I don't know why you waste time on it. Almost. Ir- well... Ben, I'm all in on the whole Marvel Cinematic look. I know, but they've really, they've really screwed you on this one. They really have. They bench it's, over barrel. Um, it's the worst thing. Do you get a text message? Uh, I did, but I don't know who it's from. Oh, have a look. I don't, Just I, read it out no, live on as air. As in, there's... there's a, well, it's quite a nice text message. Well done, Ben. There's nothing you can't do. Oh. But I don't know who it's from. I don't, oh. I don't have the number. Could be anything. So it's quite positive. There's two ways of looking at it. It could be someone who's very embittered being like, well done, Ben. Yeah. There's nothing you can't do. Or it could be, well done, Ben. There's nothing you can't do. Did you direct the TV show The Inhumans? Does that sound like dialogue from The Inhumans? Oh, it's awful. It's awful. Look, I'm not even going to recap it anymore. Just suffice it to say, it hasn't redeemed itself. They had a moment... Where, if you remember... Do you remember the great twist from the Inhumans comic? 
Yes. The great twist from the Inhumans comic was that Black Bolt knew what was going on the whole time. And it was a big elaborate plan. And it was all a route. He wanted Atalan to be appeared to be destroyed so he could secretly move it to the moon. The moon. And he needed yeah. everyone to think that it was at risk of being destroyed. Yeah. So their their kind of concession to that in the show, their you knew about this all along, you backstabber, why didn't you tell me? Was he had a secret bunker and he knew Triton was alive. Oh, Look, it's shit. We're not talking about it anymore. Move on. Okay, goodbye to that segment. Then, 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 bye bye segment. Cool. You, you have a, a popular new segment that you'd like to introduce. I do. The segment I'd like to reintroduce is Why Would You Do That? Okay. Uh, I don't have theme music for it yet, though, because I'm not musically as gifted as the. Um, so, uh, it's a very simple segment. Mm-hmm. Um, comics are a very silly thing. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes they're very grown um, up. And and this, this segment is, is pretty much a love letter to all those moments that make me go, why in Christ's name mm-hmm. did somebody green like that? Okay. How do you feel about Netflix, Mick? I'm generally a fan of Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is pretty damn good. How do you feel about Netflix writing comics, Mick? What? Are Netflix doing comics? They're going to start a comic. Would you like to know who's going to headline their first ever series as Netflix comics? Uh, by headline, do you mean the character? No, who's going to write and illustrate? Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> oh, this could go yes. anywhere. Hold on. Right. I, so, first of all, Think I genuinely... No, hold on. Yeah, I know. I get it. I genuinely don't know, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. Is it... Is it so, I'm just going to pick the two worst people. Kevin Spacey... <laughs> And Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein is going to write it. <laughs> no. In, um, with real, the ink he should have used to sign his lawsuits. Real answer. Jeff Loeb? No. Scott Buck? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, then we're... No, no, so we can choose from, the, choose from the Michael and Benjamin's rogue gallery. Oh, it's Miller. Is yes, it, it's, it's Miller. Miller. <laughs> so Miller is, Miller, is, Miller is the writer. Do you want to guess who the... I can't say it anymore, but who the ing artist is? Who the drawing artist? Yeah. Uh, someone you don't like, obviously. Uh, it'll be the man. Lightfield? Is it Lightfield? Yes, it's Rob Lightfield. So it's, and do you know what it said? In the press release, they said, We have the best comic team ever. Mark Miller and Rob Lightfield. You see, you've missed it. You've missed it. Say that again. But you know, no. Say we have the best comic. I'm we have do the best gag. comic team ever, and we're not letting them go unless you buy this comic by Mark Miller and Rob Liefeld. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's that's my um, that's my. Uh, What's the comic going to be about? I don't know. Doesn't they haven't released that much? That's because I doubt Mark Miller or Rob Liefeld know what the comic's going to be about. Probably about big muscly men raping people, <laughs> like just a shot at their villains, of course. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. big. Oh God, Rob Liefeld's muscles taking someone without their consent. Oh, God. oh that's not great. Oh, that's and they're releasing a comic. Is this a dig at Marvel? For... I don't think it's a dig at anyone. I think it's just a, a natural kind of. I think we're into streaming media, so now we do comics. Well, I think online comics are taking off big time. With oh, it's an online subscription. Comics. Yeah, it's going to be subscription based, where you have access to the database. Oh. I don't think they're going into print I think they're going into digital comics oh. so it will be interesting I won't look at it um, I am going to keep an eye on it simply so I can mock it effectively and because I used it in my inaugural segment which is why why would you do that why would you do that um, yeah so if, by the way if anyone ever wants to comment on something that we do uh, please let us know the things that infuriate you about comics and I will look into them and and hopefully 
hopefully relieve myself on the ashes of their their burning effigy. Or let us know what irritates you about the podcast if it's Ben, not if it's me. Nice. Good. Well played. We have another new segment. Yes. The new segment is called Ben's Late Reviews. Yes. <laughs> because Ben, let me let me give you some back backstory here. Ben is a cheapskate. And he doesn't like seeing films when they come out in the cinema. That's not true. I just like seeing them with people. He doesn't like. He's a, he's a cheapskate and a misanthrope. <laughs> he, I am that. And he prefers watching films on his own in a darkened room, several months after they've meepskate, misanthrope. Oh, good. Mm. Tell us what what film what out of date films have you seen this week? I saw the new It. The new It. The right? new It. Yeah. Very silly. I thought it was great. It's not bad as a film. Mm-hmm. Like it's quite well made as a film. It's a nice homage. It's it's, but it, he's not very scary. He is. Nah, nah. That that last scene. Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoilers for a bloody forty-year-old story. Yeah, losers club last fight scene in the initial saga. First part. Yeah, first part one. Yeah. Um, very silly. No, fight. it's not silly. They oh, beat the, very, very they beat silly. the crap out of them with very, iron yeah. bars. It's very silly. It's not as horrific. Very silly. He turns into a big There's spider monster. There's nothing horrific about it. He turns into half a spider monster. That's yeah, cool. And he slams his pincers down. Yeah, and then she stabs the thing down into her dad's mouth. Yeah, her molesty dad. I think he was only molesty because it had possessed Made him, him that. by that stage. Oh, he was possessed and turned into a molesty daddy. Not necessarily possessed, because it doesn't seem to like but he flat out possess you. Yeah, he he influenced, so he was influenced. Mm. The same reason that adults don't notice. Yeah, because he was. Well, they don't notice anything that he does. Yeah, in the yeah. book at least, it's heavily implied that her dad got molested because of it. Oh, okay, that wasn't as heavily implied in the. No, film. I think they missed that. Particular. I don't know if it was the film or the actor or the director. The, the actor played it a bit molesty from the beginning. Yes, he was a molesty dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, thought it was good. N- nothing wrong with it overall. Mm-hmm. Just didn't think he was particularly scary as an it. Mm. Also, not at all enticing towards children. Like The clown. Okay, let me put it this way. Uh-huh. If you look at Tim Curry it. Yeah. Tit, if you will. <laughs> Ticket. <laughs> um... He's quite clowny in that if you were a child, mm-hmm. he would not terrify you away. So when Georgie sees him in the sewer, sewer you don't drain. go, you don't go, ah, you go, oh, what's a clown doing down there? No, you go, ah, there's a clown down there. <laughs> Fair enough. Depends on your feelings towards clowns, I guess. When you see Bill Skarsgård, no, not Bill Skarsgård, which yeah, yeah, it is Bill, yeah. yeah. Bill Skarsgård's it in the mm-hmm. thing, you go, nope. <laughs> No, 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 no. But that's He's exactly creepy. That, yeah, exactly yeah. good. But then also the dance was very silly. I like the, the dance. The dance. Where he no. kind of danced and the world moved around. Yeah, the world moved around. I thought that was great. It's very doesn't silly. doesn't this version of it look a little bit like my cat Taylor? No. Take a look later. Oh no! You'll see it. Oh no! <laughs> what else did you see? Uh, anyway, it was pretty good. Um, Wait, better than Power Rangers or worse than Power Rangers? Oh, better than Power Rangers. Good. Not that hard. Um, then I saw Valerian, City of a Thousand Planets. City of a Thousand Borings. That was so bad. I know. Still not bad. Just pointless. Yeah. Just rambly and pointless. Mm-hmm. And and why was Rihanna? People and why was Rihanna in it? Why was Rihanna in it? What a Why wasn't she really bad? That, that, the, the ten minutes I got of Rihanna and Dane DeHaan 
Dean DeHaan. Dean DeHaan. Dean DeHaan um, was more had more chemistry than the entire film of uh, Cara Delevingne. 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 Although has changed my mind on Cara Delevingne. I told you. In insert yeah. She's kind of fine. I would have watched her without Dane DeHaan being mm-hmm. cocky. But he can't do cocky well. He can't at all. He has nothing to back it up. No. And he's very not traditionally attractive. Yes. And he acts like he's some kind of smooth, charming and it's just like it looks like he's it looked like he's straining. To, I don't know. What was that? It's like <laughs> your stomach. internal stomach. Um he looks like he's mildly breaking a sweat in every scene and it's very unbecoming. He's also very small. He's very small. There's that one scene where he throws his shirt on and I think it's supposed to be kind of smooth where he's like putting the... You know that scene where like Chris Pratt loses his shirt and exactly. he puts one on or Chris Hemsworth like Chris is going around. Yeah, Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah, Chris Evans losing his shirt, putting it on or chopping wood in front of Tony Stark in a very tight sky blue. Chris... Take a Chris, yeah. take his shirt off, have a quick scene where he pulls one on. Mm-hmm. That always looks good. There's a six-pack, there's some pectorals that do a nice V. Mm-hmm. It's real nice. Dang the hand tries it, and I swear to God, it's like a two-by-four got a shirt. Yeah, he's very skinny. He's very skinny. He's very slight. Like, did you notice what I said about Cara Delevingne, that in oh, f- her, her performance was actually all right, but very inconsistent? On her own, she's great. She seems to be playing a different character in every scene. The ingenue scenes are, are very off-putting, mm. where where she's made to be attracted to to Dane DeHaan for some reason. For some reason, like he's not charming. He's nope. not. The the love subplot is just very forced. Should have been Chris Pratt. Why? Why I think it was just because he probably has his own space opera going on. Yeah. It was very bad and and very the the pearl people. Forgiving us, like I was just like, the navy of the sea. The navy of the oh wow! I didn't even think of that. That's what they were. That's what they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was just like oh, we advanced our entire race in thirty years, and it um it manages to be stunningly derivative and yet pointless. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and with a budget that size, you probably could have done something quite good. Yeah, better or worse than Power Rangers. Ethan Hawke was the best thing about it. Was Ethan Hawke in it? As a weird, a pimp thing? weird gay pimp, mm-hmm. weird gay not gay pimp. Camp Kim, Camp, Camp Kim, Camp Kim, <laughs> Camp Kim, the pimp. Um, no, worse. Worse than Power Ranger. Worse than the Power Red Rangers. Power Ranger is the human bad guy in Stranger Things season two. No, yeah, not great. Oh. Ben, we've had a tweet. Yes, it's our main topic for this week. Oh, cool. Our tweet is from Polka Dot Sundays. Ah. official fan of the podcast. Official fan of the podcast. <laughs> our, yeah, our fan. She's not going to like that. (laughs) And she asks, Hey, handsomers. That's us. That's us. Yeah. Uh, Which character or superhero do you think best sums up each decade? Ooh. It's a good question. Let's do the time warp again. Yeah. So, I think we'll talk about that then. Yeah, let's do that. Should we talk about that for 25 minutes? Absolutely. How many decades do we have? Let's start in the 30s. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine decades. Yeah. In thirty minutes. How do you do that? That's three and a half minutes per decade. So this is gonna be quick. It's gonna be quick. Let's start with the thirties. Okay. The roaring thir- no, it's not no. the roar. What are the thirties called? The sobering thirties. The sobering thirties. <laughs> Who do you think summarizes, condenses the thirties? Captain Marvel. 
Captain Marvel. Mm. That's an interesting choice. I chose From Superman. DC. Yeah, well, he's the classic mm. example. I avoided the classic example. The reason I chose Captain Marvel is he's every little boy's dream. He's a little boy who gets to shout the word Shazam! And then... Uh, <laughs> if only... Well, Ben! <laughs> become a superhero! <laughs> I'm now very big and very American. No, stop! Evil, evil doer. Um, no, he is every little boy's um, dream. In that mm. he is a little fella that gets to use a magic word um, and turn into a, an, into an adult. If I had to recast it in a nice eighties version, it would literally be the same cast of Tom Hanks' Big. Tom Hanks would be Shazam. Yeah, yeah Big Shazam. Yeah, Tom makes, Hanks being a kid superhero. Uh, I, I we yeah. Look, I think Zachary Levi was a good choice for Shazam. Yeah, yeah. he's the new, he's the he's the new Chuck from the TV show. Is he Chuck. going to be a, a CW? No, he's in the movie. Oh, yeah. that's big. It's big for him. That's big. Oh, did you hear he threw a little bit of shade at Marvel? Did he? When he got it, he goes, the original Captain Marvel. He just like chucked it. Who was the original Captain Marvel? I know, but you understand why it's a little bit of a... You know, you could have just said Captain Marvel, but it would have been confusing. But it's like it's an honour to play the original and best Captain Marvel. Oh! Yes, oh, so there's a little, oh, little shot fired. Probably because they killed him off in 30 seconds in Thor Ragnarok. Zachary Levi. Who is he in that? It's Fandral. The blonde. Is that him? We literally talked about this a week ago. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Hang on. We never said that, that was Zachary. We did. Um, I had no idea that was Zachary. I loved Chuck. I thought yeah. Chuck was a great show. He was, It wasn't him in Thor 1, but it was him in Thor 2 and 3. They changed oh, him and no one ever noticed. They changed him and no one ever noticed. That's a shame. Um... But I think that's a great cast. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Anyway, I chose I chose Superman. Of course, you can't not choose Superman. Yeah, why not? Superman is the thirties. You got not? you got your Superman. You got your movie serials. You have got your Fleischer cartoons. Absolutely, Fleischer I mean, cartoons. They're so good. I don't know if they're from the thirties. They're but they're styled like the thirties. And so good. when you think about the thirties, it's Superman. Like yeah. you, I, I I see I see what your point is, but let's move on. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Forties. Forties. The raging forties. <laughs> The, Go ahead. The really quite shit forties. <laughs> I don't know what it was called. The, the, the human rough period. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go on. Oh, you want, you want me to yeah, go? You go first. Well, it's easy, isn't it? Forties. It's Captain America. It's Captain America. Well, I didn't choose Captain America. You did. I chose. I chose the JSA. I cheated. <laughs> That's podcast gold. Uh, I chose the JSA. Okay. <laughs> you pen throwing child. You're going to have to explain to most people what the yeah, JSA exactly. is. Yeah, exactly. The JSA is the Justice Society of America, and it was kind of like a prototype Justice League, um, which had the original Wonder Woman. She was she was on it. Had Hawkman. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the Atom. The original Atom, who was actually a superpowered small person. What's the politically correct term that we use? Yeah, small person. Small right? person. Um, he was originally called a midget. Not by me. By 1940s comic books. Okay. Um... <laughs> and, um, yeah, superpowered him. Uh, it had the original Sandman that DC later bought the rights to. Oh, the one gas mask wearing, pistol shooting. Later bought the rights to. Uh, did, no, did Fawcett you... Comics originally owned oh, okay. the JSA. Um, did they? Fawcett Comics. Yeah. But then, why was Wonder Woman here? Because she was originally part of a, I think. Hmm. Sounds like a Ben's reaction. Sure. Hang on. Okay, hang on. Ah, I can't check it. Anyway. Possibly wrong on the DC. Maybe she was added to the roster a little later in the 40s after it was bought over by DC. Mm-hmm. But originally it was Sandman, the Atom, Hawkman. Um, was the Spectre in the JSA? 
The Spectre was in the JSA occasionally, much more Catholic version of the Spectre, mm. who was actually God's right hand. Um, oh, and also, of course, the one that they use all the time, which is escaping my mind. No! It's gone. What? Uh, oh, Green Lantern. The original Green Lantern. Alan Scott. Alan Scott. Allergic to yellow. Allergic to yellow. Was he allergic to yellow or was he allergic to wood? He was wood. <laughs> he, he was wood because I remember, I remember he... he he got wood foes. <laughs> He's got wood. Yeah, worked it into the same. Yeah, look, uh, I yeah, chose... Sorry, Ford. I chose Captain America. Yeah, it have to be, wouldn't it? It's Captain America. It's uh, propaganda. What, what do you think of when you think of the 40s? You think of fighting Nazis, propaganda... And sucking Hitler in the jaw on the cover of Time magazine. Exactly. Sucking Hitler in the jaw. The war effort. The war effort. Uh, stamps. Stamps. Blonde Superman. Love a good stamp. That weren't working for the Nazis. Right. Mm-hmm. How interesting. Uh, yeah, so Captain America is, was, and always will be the 40s. The 40s my superhero. The, the interesting thing about Captain America, as a kind of famously, you know, he's a superhero out of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kind of cool thing is the original Captain America run was in the 30s and 40s. Yes. And then he disappeared and came back in the 60s. Yes. So he, in the original stories, he was only frozen for about 20 years. Mm. So when he was a man out of time, he wasn't really that far He was a little time. out of step. But now... He's nearly 100 years out of time. Yeah, we can do a lot more with him now. Um, and the great thing about his origin, the whole Frozen thing, is he doesn't need to be rebooted every couple of years. You can always have him... Frozen and found. Exactly. Whereas Tony Stark, I think, has has been injured in the Korean War, the Vietnam War, Iraq, Oh, they just moved the war? Exactly. Okay. Like, yeah. He was from the 60s, so it must have been the Korean War originally. Yeah, in the I latest guess. movie he was injured in Afghanistan so yeah. they have to keep updating it the war oh yeah. well don't worry America will keep picking fights so Marvel will never have a problem when it comes to rebooting Tony Stark ooh <laughs> you know 40% of our listeners are from America if you want to take me on that's fine you can do it in the comment section below yay unless you're an actual veteran in which case I'm not smirching your service to your country it's nothing like that at all it is that's exactly what he meant no it's not he did a wink when he said no I didn't so Ben don't you imply winks let's talk about the 1950s 1950s the roaring 50s the roaring 50s I really should have looked up what the decades were called before we did this the swinging 50s no swinging no it's the swinging 60s yeah no we're not there yet Um, yeah Batman Batman. Batman fits the whole noir hard-boiled thing. It's a good slot in. Ah, oh, is that the fifties? Um, that's the fifties noir hard-boiled. End of the forties, fifties. Gum shoes. Um, gum shoes. Hats. Dames. Mm. Mm. Interesting. And Batman's greatest weakness is women. Oh. As a general rule. I thought it was bullets. Yeah, lead. I always remember that extent. Did you ever read the comic where him and and Superman have a a discussion? He goes. Superman is like, I can't believe there's a mineral, one mineral that can lay me low and make me weaker than anything and put me in the ground. And then Batman says, I go up against that every night. It's called lead. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's so, it's so batman It's just like, suck it up, Clark. Who said that? Batman says. No, but who wrote it? Oh, I think it was Loeb. Was it? <laughs> I um, think no. it was Loeb. I heard it and I immediately thought that had to be uh, Kevin Smith. It could have been Kevin Smith as well, but it was, I do that every night. It's called lead. That's very good. Cool. I was just like, oh God. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about this earlier mm-hmm. and the 50s are hard. They are. Because the 50s were kind of the 
the valley of popularity of comic books and superheroes. Absolutely, there were no more war stamps to sell. The war stamps, the war stamps were gone. Uh, other genres became more important. Yeah. So I've I've chosen a strange one. Ooh. It's not really a comic character. I'm excited. It's yeah. look, I've chosen the Wolfman. Ah, from Universal Studios. Yeah. Nice. Um, because the dark the, universe. The dark, the original dark <laughs> the universe. The original dark universe. Um, I don't even know if this is very much a 50s thing, but for me, the, it's a kind of, it, it always looks like a blank period in comic book history. It's between, yeah, it's, bland. it's between what people call the Silver Age and the Golden Age the and the Silver yeah. Age. And it's the mud years. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like during that period, what was in was cheap horror. Yeah, your creatures Pope. from your yeah, your creatures from your black lagoons. God bless them. Your your wolfmans. Your the mummies. Your tired. Your huddled. Your wolfmans. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I don't know where I've stolen that turn of phrase from. Your oh, it's Colin Farrell. I've stolen that from Colin Farrell in Intermission. Your your right all villains here. You, no, your uh, you have to get your your utensils. Your walks. Your yep. juicers. <laughs> That's it. Um, oh, so your wolfmen. <laughs> So yeah, that's who I've chosen. It's a hairy man in a lumberjack shirt. Watched a really interesting video the other day where they said it's a real shame that the Dark Universe tanked because mm-hmm. technically Universal did the original crossovers where yeah. you had Wolfman versus I can't remember what the video was. I think it might have been Patrick H. I want to say Wells, but I don't know. Um, I'll find the video. And Are you thinking of H.G. Wells? No, no, I'm not. He write, He does video essays. Yeah, well, I mean, they did. They crossovers weren't such a mad concept, and then it disappeared. Mm. Mm. And then when Avengers rolled around, it became well. What's I mean, this crazy thing? But even in your pulp uh, genres, crossovers had always kind of lingered. You had your Freddy versus mm. Jason. You had your Alien versus Predator. Horror has never really let them go. Sure doesn't. No, it doesn't. Sales are down. Yeah. Take two two dwindling franchises and smack them against each other and until stick, something happens. Stick Kelly from Destiny's Child into oh, it. Oh yeah, it's actually a surprisingly good film. Is it? Yeah, no she, way. She sasses uh, Freddy Krueger. It's pretty good. I am. I'm, uh-uh. I'm not afraid of you, so you can't do anything to me. Let's talk about the Roaring Sixties. We've we covered this. <laughs> It's the swinging 60s. Oh, it's the swinging 60s. Yes, the swinging 60s. We should have had some music for the sections. No, because we got copyrighted for that last time. Oh, we did. We got right. a little infringe, a little smack on the wrist yeah, from the gang. Can't do um, that. Yeah, uh, 60s, drugs, sex, rock and roll. Yeah. Um, acid. Uh, <laughs> so I, I really think... That uh, the, one I, the one I chose is very simple. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is a wonderful choice for that because it's all the colours of the rainbow. If you've ever read any of the stories from that area, he just walks around other dimensions with his wife Cleo, mm-hmm. um, having groovy times, man, and saving the universe one cosmic conundrum at a time. Are you thinking? Austin? Yeah. yeah no, you're... I didn't. I didn't go full Austin Powers because I was like, yeah, baby. I didn't. I didn't feel it. What would Dust? Austin Powers sound like if he was the Sorcerer Supreme of the universe. Wow, this cat's crazy. No, it's not like that. Who is that? I don't know. Who am I making fun of? I don't know. You've gone. It's not Austin Powers. It's not Austin Powers at all. Who was that, listeners? Let us know. Who was Who was Ben becoming? Was it Shaken Stevens? Maybe it was. Shaken Stevens sound? It sounds like a Shaking Stevens type character. Mm. Anyway, Sorcerer Supreme tripping through dimensions. The colors are all over the shop. He wears a giant blue. 
blouse with a large collared so hold on cape. I'm gonna I'll let you finish I'm gonna let you finish and some tight I'm gonna let suede. you fi- I'm gonna let you finish Ben <laughs> but first I want to address the way you've pronounced that word blouse 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 I don't know okay is it blouse I always thought it was blouse blouse <laughs> Ladies shirt. A ladies shirt. Well, he wears a big vampire Lestat looking shirt <laughs> yeah. that's dyed bright blue. Mm-hmm. Got some black tight pants on, possibly mm-hmm. leather. Yeah. Never really said. Wears a big old gold medallion. Right. Um, and has a big flowy red cape, but he wanders around the dimensions being like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just so incongruent. That doesn't make any sense. Why is he Austin Powers? <laughs> no, he's a really bad Austin Powers impersonation. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I have chosen a, a group rather than a single character. Yes. And I'm starting to realise now that a lot of my choices may appear to be I've just chosen characters who were invented in that period. That's fine. But I haven't. Um, I was thinking about the 60s. Yes. Then. And for me... The 60s is the era of bands, groups. Yes. The Beatles. Yes. Rolling Stones. Yes. Uh, but it's also uh, American families and radiation. Nuclear dysfunction. Nuclear dysfunction. Nuclear dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the beginning of space exploration. So I have chosen the Fantastic Four. Perfect. Yeah perfect choice because they're space exploring they're the original nuclear family yeah they they showed people's fears about the what could radiation do what were the dangers of heading off into space uh, I was thinking about this earlier and uh, almost all of her choices are inevitably going to be American well they define comic books from that era exactly I mean you can to be fair you can't discredit Italian comic books in the 50s and you can't discredit French comic books in the 60s but in terms or of British comic books in the eighties, or British comic books in the eighties, but in terms of massive cultural shaping of how we view comic books today, America takes the biscuit, mm-hmm. or takes the cookie. So I think I should probably say I think because they're so sixties, that might be one of the reasons that the Fantastic Four have always struggled with. Uh, they belong to that era. Yeah, people don't necessarily want to watch a show about a. Have you read Legacy? Marvel's Legacy the new one no. the, the Legacy there's a whole scene where uh, Johnny and Ben are on the roof of the Fantastic Four building Johnny Storm is alive again I'm not sure when he came back but he came back good um, and he just says I don't know Ben it just feels like they don't they don't need us anymore exactly and then Ben Ben Grimm turns and Wait, he goes oh kid you big bu-. it's like you big palooka or something like that you know <laughs> some ridiculously Ben Grimm thing and he's like they'll always need us even if they don't know. And then there's a big Fantastic Four symbol shot into the sky. And they go and help. And they're like, look, there it is now. I don't know why he's like a mix between Jack Kirby and Stanley in my head. <laughs> yeah, that's, he that's what it was. Is. Who was Johnny he Storm again? Is. Do you Johnny Storm again? Uh, Johnny Storm is just a, a casual, go-lucky, happy-go-lucky American teenager out to have a good, clean time. That sounds like one of your other characters. Ryan Reynolds. Was it, was that, it's slightly influenced by Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds I'm not going to lie but it's Ryan Reynolds mocking that type of character because okay. he does that quite a bit he's yeah. like gee you think I could he does that whole thing yes well. he does yeah. let's move on through the uh, 70s the 70s the raging 70s Fuck. what was the 70s called you've, you've overshot your limit 
The Superior 70s? No, what were the 70s really called? Sorted 70s. This is the thing, right? There's, it's sticky hard. 70s. Sticky 70s. What? Don't tell us your character yet, Ben. Okay. But what do you think when you think of the 70s? Don't tell us your character. White men thinking that afros are okay. <laughs> Uniquely specific. I said um, disco. That's what I said. But yours is funnier. <laughs> well, yeah. so that's what I so I think of when I think of the seventies. So hold on, let me guess then who you chose. You white won't. Man, a white man with an afro. Is it? Um, is it that fitness guy? No, the fitness guy, the little guy. Oh, yeah, the little guy, the, the little happy guy, the, the yellow tank top. He's always doing the fitness, but he doesn't look that fit. Yeah, yeah. that is him. Yeah, uh, no, it's not. Who, not is, him. who is it? It's Roy Harper, the original sidekick of the Green Roy Harper. Uh, Arrow, the Arsenal, the, who became Arsenal, but was originally Speedy. Speedy. And the reason that I chose him is he marks a significant turn in the way that comic books were written. At that time, oh. um, by Neil Adams and Dick, I'm not going to get the name right, Joran Dano. Um, anyway, uh, Dick. Did G- he have an afro? Dick G- No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Any of the three people you've mentioned? No, no. Well, apart from fitness guy. Oh, yeah. Um, Dick G is what I'm going to call him. Okay. Because um, I can't think. Was the editor at, Marvel, or, or at DC for a long time. Um, and he and Neil Adams kind of pioneered the style of comic book writing. Um, that was a little bit darker um, Batman's big turn towards the Dark Knight came around this time and it was written by Richard Simmons Rich, it wasn't Richard Simmons Richard, Richard Simmons, Simmons is the fitness guy oh okay it's Richard Simmons I was like um, and in this particular run spoilers mm-hmm. uh, it turns out that Roy Harper is a junkie yeah on the heroin doesn't he get the AIDS um, he does get the AIDS mm. but that is that is retconned later because you can't really have a superhero running around Um with the AIDS apparently apparently it's not okay no um, but anyway um, Oliver Queen finds him kicks him out mm-hmm. um, in a very conservative 1950s kind of way like get out of this house you filthy junkie <laughs> uh, zero compassion um, just boots him um, like and, you with your son and so, yeah well I've had several um, but I wish they'd just stop going to the needle admittedly I shouldn't <laughs> leave them lying around but you know oh drug um, but yeah anyway he represents a very um, a much darker period in um, in DC Comics history mm. uh, it was also when they introduced the Black Green Lantern mm. um, who was originally quite a um, zealous righteous kind of Black Panther style character oh John Stewart um, yeah that wanted nothing to do with he just got back from Nam mm. he had served in the Nam um, and he came back to an America that still didn't want him and he was a lantern and he struggled with his duty um, and frequently used his green lantern ring to uh, avenge black people as opposed to uphold the law wow yeah wow. Wave, wave our waves are slightly there. off that's not nice. there oh, no no, no they're okay they're so okay. for me the 70s is disco Richard Simmons Richard Simmons and exploitation Oh, Can I guess? Yellow tank tops and exploitation. Can I guess? Go on. Is it Luke Cage? No. Ah, ha! Gotcha. Darn it. Uh, exploitation. A uh, little bit more horror. Yes. Blade. Oh, good choice. Mm. Good choice. Is this Blade when he used to wear a green open neck shirt? Exactly. Nice. Not Wesley Snipes' Blade. 
Seventies disco, uh, Jerry Curl, Stakes, not Jerry a vampire. Curl. Yeah, he's he's full just a human. normal man going uh, out hunting bloodsuckers. Literally hunting actual Dracula because at that stage, oh. Marvel, yeah, Marvel owned the comic book rights to Dracula. Nice. So he was a modern, a modern Van Helsing. How could you the, steal? The um the, the the well they didn't own the rights to him did they sorry what I meant to say is Dracula is public domain yeah oh because it's of course yeah so they still have a Dracula in Marvel at the moment he was a big part of the last the, to last big event yes when Shikla Deadpool's wife overturned the underworld no. yeah something like that are we talking about two different things I give up on big events I don't like them <laughs> yeah. anymore so uh, yeah why have we gone down again is it you no is it's it? not me okay they're all right. It looks yeah, fine. Okay, fine. Uh, the 80s. The 80s. The roaring 80s. Oh, God. Um, so name some things. Uh, AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your face. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was funny. Um, oh. Conservative economic policies. Yes, Wall Street. Rubber-faced presidents. Yes, uh, rugged independent individual. Well, are, are you just going to speak over me? Well, what are you doing? I feel that America would really benefit from some sturdy economic policies. You sound like the alien from American Dad. Well, it's not that far off. Are you Richard Nixon? I'm. I'm Ronald Reagan. Was that Ronald Reagan? That's Ronald Reagan. Well. Reaganism. Reaganism, uh, yeah. So for me, the 80s is about rugged individuality. Is that because you were born in the 80s? Yes. Uh. H- handsomeness. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and grim and grittiness. It's the beginning of the Adonis complex, don't mm. you know? Yes. So it's about m- big muscly men mm. who are independent and rugged and um, individualistic. And a throwback to the 1940s woman-beating kind of man. Yeah. Who slaps a woman or a dame if she doesn't speak no sense. Exactly. Bam. So who did you choose? Uh, well, I was originally going to go for the classique yeah. of that era, which is... Did you choose him? I don't know. I'm not stepping on your... I don't know. Wolverine! No. That was a good bit, actually, wasn't it? That worked quite well. Batman. Uh, Mark Miller's bat, or no, not Mark Miller. I just hate writers with Miller as their second name. Frank, uh, Frank Miller's uh, 1980s Batman, which is a commentary on New York's growing, ever-growing crime rate and sense of um, general sense of lack of safety mm-hmm. in cities. Um, but I didn't choose him. I chose another Frank Miller run, um, which was Daredevil, mm. which I feel is a more restrained commentary of the one he was trying to make in in Dark Knight. I see your point. Um, I don't agree with you on this one. Fair enough. Because I don't think that Daredevil has the cultural penetration of almost every other character we've named. Hmm. Uh, I think Daredevil is probably the least well-known character that either of us have mentioned this whole time. Shazam? Maybe Shazam. But Shazam would have been massively popular in the 30s and 40s. Fair enough. Um, I have chosen Wolverine. Schnicked. Yeah. Murdery, snicked, is it snicked, snicked? Murdery superheroes, murdery, grim and gritty, murdery, uh, hairy men, very hairy, short hairy men, suit, aggressiveness. It's just Wolverine, like the beginning of he, is he, he's probably the most modern, ultra famous superhero. Yeah, Superman, Batman, cigar smoking, yeah, woman bedding, yeah, carpet chested, yeah. 
Or Abdomen rugged. You can keep going. <laughs> You've Sidebird <run> sporting. <laughs> Let's move on. Mutton chub. Let's move on, Ben. <laughs> Masquerade. We're running out of time. Anyway, nineties. Um, the roaring nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Get out of here. Yeah. No. Um, Bill O'Hara. Bill O'Hara. Yeah. Something Riley like O'Hara. Something like that. Are you Gil O'Hara? The writer or the no the the actual the actual Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Um, I'm not talking about Peter Miguel O'Hara. Who's occasionally called Gil O'Hara? Probably not. No, probably not. Um, anyway, um, perfect example of a flailing industry that was just like, put it in the future, give it a suit of armor, tech it up, see what happens. Right. Jerry Seinfeld, writing comics. Give no. him a suit of armor. Stop, please. <laughs> the 90s. Uh, the 90s are extreme. Extremeness. Lasers, <laughs> giant muscles, pouches. Oh, pouches! You oh, can't love a good pouch. You can't get over complication of things. Mm. Clones. Yes. Um, time travel. Good. So, who would it be? Cable. It's cable. It's cable. Cable is. It the, could only be Doctor Cable. He's not a doctor. I know. He he did not get his doctorate from a real university. No, that was fake news. I almost did he get did it from a, Trump University. No, I almost did a Trump impression there by mistake. Yeah, look, Sir. Cable is nineties. He's nineties condensed. He into is a the nineties. No, he is the nineties. Mononym, mononym name that doesn't really relate to the character in any particular at, way at all. Um, he is technology based name as well. Technology kind of semi-technology based so he is the 90s do you he, think if wireless had been big then he would have been called wireless he might have been called wireless he might have been called Wi-Fi wireless with a Z at the end wireless no yeah, you've ruined that now that's a bad bad bit I'm going to edit that out I'm going to edit that I out I like that you figured out how to edit stuff <laughs> I'm going to edit that out and edit back in that joke we did about the Batman song but then it was Wolverine <laughs> just <laughs> twice quite good. repeat the bit um, yeah fair enough uh, what about the 2000s? I struggled here. The, two th- the noughties. The noughties, yeah. <laughs> um, the 2000s. Yes. Um, social media. Yes. Is starting to appear. Yes. Um, meta-awareness. Yes. People, by the 2000s, were bloody 100 years deep in comic books nearly. Mm-hmm. And the character I've chosen isn't from the 2000s. But the 2000s is when he became particularly popular. It's Deadpool. Yes, I chose the same. You chose Deadpool. Yes, too. I chose the same. Little, it's perfectly little, handshake. Little, little handshake. Little. My hands are cold. Yours are very cold yeah. <laughs> compared to mine. Yep. Um, yeah, it's perfect. He's everything internet inspired, condensed into one human being. He's, yeah. He's a human Tumblr. Tumblr is more recent though. Human nine gag. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, are you sure you you're, you argued there has made me think that Deadpool would be better suited as the, the character of now? I have a different argument for that, but I'm trying to be controversial. Okay, so. right. Go, go. Do you want to talk about now or do you want to yeah. keep talking well, about What do Deadpool? we call this decade? What is this called? The 2010s? The Roaring Tens. We're back. We just looped. <laughs> um, fair enough. I've chosen Lex Luthor. For now? For now. Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor? No, not at all. I've chosen. Have you ever written? Uh, have you ever read? Have you ever read? Um, have you ever read either of the one shot series that Brian Azzarello did with Lee Bermeo? 
Mm, no. Um, he did one called Joker and he did one called Luthor. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, I have Man of those. Steel. Yes. Um, they're both quite good mm-hmm. um, as little investigations into characters. The one in that is fascinating. He's a really delusional version of Lex Luthor who genuinely thinks he's saving the planet by taking on Superman. Um, and I think that version of Lex Luthor is very um, present in comics at the moment. Comics are very fascistly aware at the moment and conservatively um, centred. Whether they're critiquing it or not, um, and I think that version of Lex Luthor is very interesting because he's um, hyper-xenophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, he genuinely uses hate speech when he describes Superman in the Azarella run. It's kind of fascinating. It's the first time where he doesn't go, I hate you, just continuously. He's like, you filthy Im- you filthy immigrant just oh. coming in here and taking everything from taking me. Taking our jobs. But that's basically what he's saying, but about him. He's like, I was the man of tomorrow. Oh. You understand? Like, he was doing this whole thing. He's like, I could have saved the planet if only you hadn't turned up. And it's this amazing kind of delusional portrait, very Shakespearean, um, mm. but awfully good. Um, and I think it's oddly sympathetic of all the conservative experiments that uh, comics are doing at the minute. Hydra, Captain America, for example. Example. Um, Brother Eye, Batman is back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think it's an interesting thing. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents did a run Shield. about if Hydra had won World War Two. And they basically created Trump's America. Oh, that's not clever. It was pretty obvious. So it's, it's heavy-handed. In that case, yeah, I get your point. Um, yep. I think that there is an undeniable champion of the 2010s, and it's a character from the fifth, the 60s, mm. but I think possibly might have been before his time. I think maybe like, like Superman, mm. he needed an iconic movie. To a Christopher Reeves moment. Yeah, he needed a Chris. He needed someone to come along and embody him. Nice for him to to really penetrate the public consciousness. Embody me. Embody yeah. me now. Penetrate. Because settle down, Nick. Jesus. We we have a character who has entered public consciousness after fifty years of relative obscurity, and is now one of the most popular characters in the world. Iron Man. Oh yeah, that's a perfect. Yeah. he's very much a, a character of now. He was obscure. He's yeah, a future. He's a futurist. He's a he's an arms dealer. He's, he's Elon Musk with he, a tash. He's a bit of an Elon Musk. He's a bit of a Northrop Grumman. He's a uh, he's yeah, he, like, he's very risque American commentary. Know, yeah. Very much. He's very relevant. Yeah, isn't he? Mm, he, he is. He's, awfully relevant. And he's undergoing a crisis of does he work for the government or not? Um, it, I, I think it's interesting that he has entered. Iron Man has for sure entered the 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 group of of super famous superheroes. If you ask, absolutely. If you, uh, our parents are probably not the same age, but if you asked my dad's generation to name a superhero, they would have said Batman, Superman, maybe Wonder Woman, or DC, maybe Hulk. Far so far. If you ask kids today to name a superhero, who Owl it? Mom! It's, uh, what? Owl Man? Owl Mom! Owl Man! Owl Mom! Do you have a speech impediment, young child? It's After years of corrective surgery, <laughs> I now speak like this Iron Man! Yes, it's probably Iron Man. Do you know what I got thinking about quickly just before we cut off the time? Wrap it up. In our, in our naughties 
fifteen two thousand extras uh, rift. We've we've used moral grey areas as our character of the naughties and things because it's just the era where people have been like, remember that guy you thought was good? Boom, mm. dark secret. But I mean, the the moralist greyest area decade was the eighties for sure. Yeah, I guess because everyone was screwing each other over. Yeah, it was all kinds of backstabbing. It was. You know, I grew up in a recession, Benjamin. Did you grow up in a recession, Nick? There was a recession on... I went through a recession in my teenage years. Yeah, that was probably fine. A recession. Was that all right? It was grand for me. Yeah. Feel the thing. See? Minor minor pinch. Yeah. Dad said I couldn't have 250 to buy some sweets. <laughs> 250? <laughs> Inflation. You get all oh, the sweets you get in my day. <laughs> Let's wrap it up there. Um, if you have anyone that you think represents a particular era in any kind of fantastic way, do let us know. Yes. If you know how to get in touch with Richard Simmons... Do let us know. No, don't. No, you don't want to. Why? If you can think of any more nicknames for Wolverine, do let us know. Yeah, or... Yeah, that's it. Okay, bye! Bye!